You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. With the distracting voice of commercialism dominating this season, there is only one voice of Christmas that truly matters. May it be the only voice you hear today and throughout the year. Be inspired and uplifted in this Christmas message by Pastor Ariel Marquez. I believe that when you talk about Christmas, uh, there's just a lot of things that we hear about Christmas. And, um, you know, from, uh, I believe that even as, uh, as a nation, you know, starting in September, we're celebrating Christmas already. You hear Christmas carols uh, in the malls, maybe you're playing it in the car. And so we're probably the longest uh, se- uh, nation, who, who, we're the nation probably in the world who celebrates Christmas the longest. And uh, we're just all excited for Christmas. So I'd like to invite everyone to stand with me as you read our text this afternoon. We're going to be reading from the book of Luke chapter 2. And we've studied, on, uh, we've studied the story of Zechariah. We've studied the story of uh, Mary. Last week, we looked at the story of uh, last week? the Magi, the wise men. And today, we're going to be looking at uh, the story of the shepherds. Okay, so we're going to be reading from verses 8 to 12. Allow me to just read it from the NIV version. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks, at night, an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were what? They were terrified. Everybody say terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths. And lying in a manger. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, thank you so much for our time this afternoon, or this evening. Rather, we thank you, Lord God, that your presence is with us. Lord, indeed, when two or three are gathered in your name, you are here in our midst. And we welcome you today, God, even as we celebrate Christmas, the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord God, that we will, Lord, once again be focused on the reason why we celebrate this Wonderful location, Lord God. Bless your people, Lord God, as you listen to your word. In, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may all be seated. Okay. Today it's really uh, very special because uh, right in front we see our lead pastors, our uh, celebrity pastors here in front, uh, Pastor Sani Waman, together with our singing pastor, Pastor Jonathan. And, uh, of course, uh, the other who are here joining us. Uh, it is such uh, an honor and privilege to hear Pastor Eugene here and have him here to join us here in this service. But, you know, our, our message for today is really entitled, the, the Voice of Christmas. My question for us is, what are we seeing or what are we hearing uh, the, in, during this season? You know, I believe that many times the world would capitalize on this season so that actually they can ride on. Uh, you know, uh, their enterprise. What voice are we hearing today? Is it a voice of hope, a voice of fear, a voice of encouragement? You know, earlier, I think yesterday I was out still and I realized that yesterday was probably one of the busiest traffic ever in Metro Manila. Was that only in Alabang? Or was that all over? Because yesterday was the eve of the Christmas Eve. In other words, panic buying now, okay? And people are out there, you know, doing their last-minute shopping and, uh, you know, maybe preparing for their, the big meal tonight, the Noche Buena. And we see trends. 
We see a lot of things happening in the mall. Uh, earlier, I was just walking around in the mall, and there are still people buying, and there are people hoping for some more sale. How many of you are done with your Christmas shopping? Anybody here who's done with your Christmas shopping, or some of you are still doing that after this service? Hopefully, we're, we're done already. But really, we see trends and hear the voice of commercialism, and you know, we, we see that you know, because of the, the holidays or this particular event that we're celebrating you know, people are outside there buying gifts, frantically buying gifts, and maybe you're still waiting for your Christmas bonus or your 13th month pay. How many of you are, are happy already that you've received your Christmas bonus? How many of you are still waiting for it? Don't worry, next year it might come. It might come. <laughs> Too early for 2014. And many times because of the different voices that we hear, because of the, you know, the business of men, we tend to treat Christmas as a hassle more than a source of happiness. Sometimes it's a hassle already because you go out there, there's a lot of traffic already. How many of you enjoy the traffic in Metro Manila? Come on, we thank God for the traffic, right? <laughs> you know, just to get from this place to ATC, sometimes it'll take you about 45 minutes. It's faster to walk than to drive a car. Many times, it's more of a pressure than a pleasure. Those of you who have a lot of grand, you know, godchildren, mga ina-anak, pressure na. Yung iba sa inyo, nag-book na ng Cebu Pacific para mawala na this Christmas. <laughs> or maybe the pressure to give gifts or the pressure to, you know, have all this, uh, you know, gatherings in your home and, and you, you, you tend to be, instead of enjoying the season with your family, you feel like, wow, ano ba naman to? Hassle naman. Or maybe a duty more than a delight. We tend to just endure it more than enjoy it. And I hope that we get to hear the real voice and the right voice of this Christmas. More than the voices out there, more than the voice of maybe a pouting or maybe the voice of uh, Santa Claus that talks about you better watch out, you better not cry. Okay, making a list, checking it twice. Many times, the image of Santa Claus is more popular than the image, the real, you know, the character of Jesus Christ. And whose birth are we celebrating anyway? Is it the birth of the jolly old guy? Or is it the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? So going back to the story, in verse 8 it says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks. It's interesting that, you know, God, of all the people during that night that Christ was to be born, God chose a group of people who are nobodies. How many of you are ordinary people in this place? Yeah. ordinary? Look at the person beside you. How many of you are ordinary? Ordinary pero guapo. Okay? Right? You know, these are ordinary folks. These are not socialites. These are not huge politicians. These are not people who are, you know, who can't wait at the village gates. or, or, or anyway, so. Okay, or, you know, these, are, these are ordinary people who are not driving flashy cars. And in fact, what they're saying is they're considered to be the low, lowly in society, the outcasts, because they're just taking care of the flocks at night. In fact, there are studies that they really have do, uh, no, uh, they don't really have like, uh, rights to be uh, representing in the court of law because they're considered to be like outcasts in society. 
But it's interesting to know that of all the people that God will choose to give the greatest use on earth, God chose shepherds, ordinary people, people like you and me to be the first heralds or messengers of the good news. And what was the message of the angel? Very simple. Can we all read this out loud? But the angel said to them, one, two, three, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Very simple message. The Bible says, do not be afraid. How many of you sometimes are scared? How many of you sometimes feel fear? And that was the very first message of the angel. In fact, if you look at the, the gospel accounts and the birth of Christ, there are four times that the angel said, do not be afraid. First to Zechariah. Second to Mary. Of course, uh, next was uh, the shepherds. And the last was uh, Joseph when he was, uh, in a, when he was having a dream. And, you know, I, I heard from Pastor Sandy earlier, in fact, it was an interesting insight that in the whole Bible, there are about 365 times mention of fear not in the Bible. Enough, one, enough for one fear not in every day of the year. Do not be afraid. Look at the person beside you. Do not be afraid. Tell that person, do not be afraid. I mean, what do we fear? You know, sometimes we fear a disaster coming. You know, we've heard, of course, we've seen the, the calamity that happened in our city in Tacloban, in, the, in this nation. There are so many things that happen. And sometimes you just feel a, sh- a small earthquake, you're scared. You, 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 uh, you know, you, you experience a small storm, we're scared. You know, we hear news about, you know, the miracle rates going up. We're scared. How many of you received your bill already? Surprise. ta You know, everything, it seems like everything is going up. Miracle bill, gas prices, LPG, including your cholesterol. You know, we had an annual physical exam last month and wow, guess what? Ooh, top nature <laughs> again. But the Bible says, do not be afraid. There's enough reason why we can be scared every single day, but this is the voice of Christmas. This is the message of hope that we are not to be scared. Amen. Sometimes when we face ourselves in the mirror, we are scared already. <laughs> you don't want what you're looking at. Either you have more wrinkles, you have a pimple, or you gain more weight. Don't worry about the weight. Forget about the weight during the season, right? I have a midlife crisis right now. It's more, yeah, midsection. But, you know, after the holidays, we're going to be having a fasting, right? Come on, how many of you are excited for annual prayer and fasting? Five days! And when we're fasting, it's not because we want to twist the arms of God and ask for something. No, we're, we're welcoming the, the new year with faith. We're expectant of the presence of God. We know that great things are about to happen in the next year. Amen. That's why we need to hear the voice and the message of the angel. Do not be afraid. Because of what? Because of good news. Everybody say good news. How many of you would rather hear good news than bad news? But many times, right, what we do is instead of opening our Bibles in the morning, what do you open? Newspaper. Hello, bad news. Or what? Cell phone, Facebook. 
or maybe open the TV, listen to the news. I just want to be updated to the current events. And what's new with the current events? Nothing. Right? You know, every time that we hear current events, all the news, it's all people dying, bad news. But the angel, the voice of angel, of the angel says, there's good news coming. Good news. And I believe that many of us would look at good news and you know, what is good news for us? Maybe receiving your bonus is good news, isn't that right? Come on now. What if you receive a brand new car this year? Is that good news? What if you have, you know, maybe you, you finally got your dream home. Is that good news? For those of you single, finally, finally. Nanotice ka na niya. Nanotice pa lang. Nanotice pa lang. Hindi ka pa niya niligawan. Pero nanotice pa lang, okay? Good news na yon, right? At least he looked at you once. Yeah, that's good news. But next year, not only will he look at you, he'll talk to you already. But I believe that more than all the temporary good news, we have been given the eternal good news. That Jesus Christ was born 2,000 years ago. He came here, yes, as a baby. But this good news has an impact for eternity. How many of you know that the good news today is no longer good news tomorrow? Because good news in the, you know, in the newspaper gets stale. For example, if you wake up today and you see that there's a 70% off in Shumart for all items, not up to 70%, but 70% off for all items. How many of you know that is good news? But that's only valid today. Tomorrow, is that still good news? No more, because you missed it. That's already bad news, right? Sometimes the good news is no longer good news because it's obsolete. But the good news of the Bible, Jesus coming here, how many of you know that, that has a ripple effect for all eternity? And you've been impacted by that. Good news. This good news brings great joy. Everybody say, uh, great, great, joy. great joy. What gives you joy? You know, last week we were in a wedding. As I mentioned, our youth pastor finally tied the knot with a very beautiful woman, Tin Mohika. And you Pastor Edway? I saw him earlier. Okay. <laughs> but there was just a lovely couple and we had we had fun, you know. You know, I, I love going to weddings. I'd rather go to weddings than funerals. Right? But of course as a pastor, we need to do both. But weddings bring us joy. How many of you love going to weddings or parties? Diba? And we expect that we you know this events can actually bring us joy. But there's a big difference between joy and happiness. Happiness is dependent on the happenings. If there's no more happening, there's no more happiness, but joy is constant. No matter what you're going through in life, guess what? If the joy of the Lord is with you, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. And that's the great, great, uh, good news that brings great joy in our life. What can actually bring great joy to you? You know, sometimes I look at my kids and my family, you know, just looking at my, my daughters, it brings me joy. No matter how tired I am coming from work, you know, just looking at my two young daughters, of course, my elder daughter, my eldest daughter is here, here on the stage and, you know, just looking at my children, it brings me great joy. Of course, looking at my wife, it brings me greater joy. 
Masarap ako kulang nain mamaya eh. So, brings me greater joy. But the good thing about this celebration of Christmas is we're not just focusing on an event. We're focusing on a person. It's this person that brings us great joy. You're not just attending a wedding. You're not just attending a uh, noche buena, a dinner. We're actually encountering the greatest person who's alive and who saved us. His name is Jesus. And the good thing about this news and this, the voice of the angel is what the voice of the, angel, of the angel is saying is that this good news is not exclusive for a few people, but this is for all people. Everybody say, for all people. And, you know, I, it's amazing that, you know, it would have been just the Jews who can actually enjoy this gift. But how many of you know that this is for all of us who are also Gentiles? In fact, the wise men were Gentiles. They were not Jews, but they were also recipients of the good news. And that's why you, you see this particular, going back to this uh, uh, verse, it says, Do not be afraid, I bring you. That's personal. It's talking to us. It's as if God is talking to us today. I bring you good news that brings great joy, but this is really for all people. It is not exclusive for us. My question for us tonight is, what are we doing with this good news that we have received in our hearts? Verse 11, it says, Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Notice the last 12 words. A Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And I've heard this from Pastor John. You know, maybe some of you are familiar with the 12 days of Christmas, right? Five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a fur. But how many of us have been changed by the 12 days of Christmas? Is it really touching? Does it change your heart? But these are the 12 words of Christmas. And this has eternal impact in our hearts. A Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Amen. You know, this is what we need ultimately. If the ultimate need of man is money, God would have sent a banker. If the ultimate need of man is food, He would have sent a uh, restaurateur. Or a chef. Okay, uh, you know what a chef is? Sabi ni Pastor Sani, chef of police. <laughs> Somebody who's preparing meals, right? If the greatest need of man is uh, things, then, you know, he probably would have sent Santa Claus. But the greatest need of man is simply salvation. You know why? Because we're all sinners. The Bible says, for all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. And that is why I believe that that is the greatest message and the greatest news we can ever receive. More than, more than the relief in Tacloban. And that's the message that we've heard. They're welcoming all the help. But more than that, they really need to hear the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ that can change man. Amen. Can we just give the Lord a hand for that? The real message of Christmas is that a Savior has been born to us. And this is why we're celebrating Christmas. I'd like to ask the worship team to join me here on the stage. Christmas is a celebration of Christ. Ultimately, I hope that when we go back to our Noche Buena or you know, our family dinners, let's just be reminded that we have been given a, 
great message. And the very first herald in verse 17 says, When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. The shepherds were the first ones who received the message, the good news. And they were also the first ones to share the good news, the people around them. I believe that many of us here have received the good news of salvation in your heart. And let's just take this time and this opportunity as we gather together as a family. Maybe share what Christ has done for us. Amen. We hope you were inspired by that message. With all the joy and hope this season brings, we wish you all a truly merry and blessed Christmas. God bless you and stay connected.